1: I'm personally guilty of both fornication and adultery. You see, before I met Jesus Christ, I did anything and everything that I thought would bring me pleasure. Who am I to now sit in judgment of others who don't know Jesus Christ, have not been redeemed and regenerated, and are doing the same things I did before I met Him? I can't do it. It's not my job. I'm not qualified. I'm not capable. It's inappropriate.
0: If you examine your own heart, the sins you'll find there are dark and probably even shocking. As Pastor Robert warns in today's message, you need to be completely blameless by the law if you want to sit in judgment over your fellow man. You simply can't do that. It's God's place alone to sit in judgment over his creation. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: His love is the main thing.
1: God will judge such behavior. You and I should not. The Bible actually warns us against that as well. Who are, who are you? Who do you think you are to, to judge one another? And see, a lot of times this is confusing for us, but, but let me see if I can clarify some things. I'm personally guilty of both fornication and adultery. You see, before I met Jesus Christ, I did anything and everything that I thought would bring me pleasure. Who am I to now sit in judgment of others who don't know Jesus Christ, have not been redeemed and regenerated and are doing the same things I did before I met him. I can't do it. It's not my job. I'm not qualified. I'm not capable. It's inappropriate. You you see what I'm saying? That's what the Bible says. The same Bible who says fornication and adulterers God will judge also says it's not your job to do that. Jesus will do it on Judgment Day, but it's not our job. Jesus said when he was here in the flesh the first time, he said, you know, I didn't come to condemn the world. The world is condemned already. I came to save. I came to rescue. And he sent us to do the same thing. You and I are not here to condemn. We're already condemned. The condemnation is it, it, it's already there. All of us needed a redeemer. All of us needed a rescuer forgiveness. We're all imperfect. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There's none righteous. No, not one. You understand what I'm saying? Every single human being, and you and I who have been redeemed need to not forget that we're capable of anything and everything that any other human being is capable of. You see what I mean? I know because I've done most of it. People get Again, surprised and shocked when I say that. You know, I had a cop, you know, man of the cloth? And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't born a man of the cloth. What do you think, I came out of the womb with a Bible in one hand and a microphone in the other or something? No, I'm I'm, I'm guilty of pretty much anything you can imagine. I, I have done most of what the Bible condemns as evil. I can't stand in judgment, but truth is still true. And for those who acknowledge their need of a doctor, the doctor is available. That's the message of the gospel. Nobody has to continue living as a slave to their physical passions and desires. The Holy Spirit of God can recreate anyone who will come to Him in humility and ask to be changed, ask to be transformed and made into the likeness of Christ. That's the message of the gospel fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Now, so what what exactly are we talking about here? We need to define it. Sometimes there's confusion about it. Adulterers specifically refers to those who themselves, they're they're, they're married and they're engaging in sexual activity with someone who isn't their spouse. Or maybe they're not married, but they're engaging in, in any kind of sexual activity with someone who is married. You know, it's like I'm Violating somebody else's marriage, that's adultery. It has to do with violating the marriage vows. Fornication is a much broader subject. Fornication refers to every type of sexual activity outside the parameters of of a biblical marriage. This is something a lot of times that's not understood. The, The Greek word that was used there is porno. That sound familiar? You're looking at porn, you're a fornicator. God will judge you. That's what it says. I didn't write the book. Okay. Every type of sexual activity outside the parameters of a biblical marriage is fornication. So it includes adultery. Can you see that? Because it's outside the bounds. God has given us loving parameters, which he intends to protect us. How do they protect us? Keeping us inside the lines of safety. The parameters, you know, like we've talked about before. Nobody ever complains about, about safety parameters inside you know, that tube of aluminum that hurtles through the sky at 350, 400 miles an hour, you know, 32,000 feet. You understand what I'm talking? An airplane? You don't want those parameters, those walls. You don't want those things going anywhere. No, we want that thing to stay intact. I remember taking a flight, gosh, 40 years ago, almost, 38 years ago, and a company that my family bought materials, building materials, ironically, from, um, gave me a free trip to Las Vegas, and I didn't know Jesus. I was super excited about going to Las Vegas. There were, I think, three or four chartered Eastern Airlines flights out of Atlanta, and one of them was several hours late, So, and, and there was a, another contractor on there that, that we knew, and it's like, well, you know, what happened with you? Why are you so late? He said, well, the engine fell off. That's not what you want to have happen, right? I mean, nobody wants to have that happen. You get on an airplane and it's like, well, we got to go back to the airport because engine fell off. No, we, we we want everything to stay right where it's supposed to be. You with me? Do you understand? God, God isn't trying to restrict us. He's not trying to limit us. I mean, What would you do if somebody tries to open the emergency door on an airplane because they need a little more elbow room? I just want some fresh air. Have you lost your mind? That's there for a reason. Exactly. These things are in the Bible for a reason. The parameters are there. Because if you step outside of the boundaries established by our Creator when He created all of this, you're going to suffer. There will be negative consequences. Adultery brings negative consequences consequences. Fornication brings negative consequences. Listen, we need to understand that when when God created all of this, including us, He had a very deliberate plan and very deliberate purpose. And there's some things that when you, you know, we kick against Him, we rebel against, it doesn't matter. This is the way He made it. This is the way He designed it to function For example, you and I were not designed to live underwater, right? We all agreed we weren't, we weren't designed for that. Can we do it for a little while? Yeah, with the right equipment. I mean, you know, you could, you can do it for a while. I had a cousin who, he was in the submarine service for a while. You can do that for a little while. Did you know that modern nuclear submarines, I don't think I'm wrong about this. They could stay underwater forever. They don't ever have to come up. They don't ever have to surface. Except for one little tiny problem, the people, the people who operate those submarines can't stay underwater forever. They, they couldn't survive. They weren't meant for that environment. Even in that modified, you know, fault environment or, or what's the word I'm looking for? Virtual environment. I don't know, but you can do it for a little while, but you, I mean, same thing with divers. I mean, yeah, you can go, you can, you know, a diver can, can survive underwater for a very brief period of time, but eventually they have, they have to come up, right? Outer space, astronauts, they can do it for a while, but they, they weren't designed by their Creator to function in that environment for very long. They can't, they can't do it permanently. Often people like to pretend that sex is just sex. It's purely physical in nature. It's a biological function. But we know that's not really true. There's more to it than that. There's psychological, emotional, spiritual components to sexual relationships. When Jesus was asked about divorce at one point, He gave us His definition and explanation of the marriage relationship. You know, a lot of times in our world today, people say that that Jesus never dealt with this. He never talked about it. Yes, He did. In Matthew chapter 19, we're given one account of where He directly address the subject of marriage because he was being challenged once again by the religious leaders on the subject of divorce.
0: We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Hebrews. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at MainThingRadio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. We'd be grateful if you'd take some time today to lift us up in prayer. As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we want to make sure we're listening to our Creator first and following His directions always. Would you also pray for our listeners that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can join in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details.
2: We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button.
0: Thanks, Tracy. Any amount you're able to donate is greatly appreciated and useful. Thanks for praying about this, and thanks for listening today to Main Thing Radio.